The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We are talking about being a good leader, meaning that you care about your people, you care about your family, your friends, your community, and yourself. And when you're a good leader, it's a privilege, and it comes with responsibility, And if you have the power to impact and influence other men and women, then we really want you to take it seriously. And we have an incredible life coach and radio talk show host who will show you how to change your story, change your life, and change your world. And her name is Jen Julius. And Jen has done a lot of work in this area. Again, she is also a radio talk show host. And I'm going to tell you more about Jen in a moment. Welcome, Jen Julius. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to share this time with you today. Yeah, it's really exciting to have you on, and um, and I know you have your own program as well, which is uh, very exciting. But let me tell folks about you. Jen Julius is a life coach for leaders. She's a radio host who believes that everyone has a story, but we also have a choice in how we create our lives today and tomorrow. Her coaching practice, in this, she specializes in supporting business-owning parents who are good leaders but want to be great leaders. And that's what we're talking about. How do you become a great leader? Jen has led and organized and presented at over 80 events for more than 1,700 people, and she's no stranger to leadership. Again, welcome, Jen. So we're really looking forward to hearing what you have to say today about being a good leader. Does it start with being a good person? (laughs) One would hope so, right? I think that's probably a big key, but the, the issue with that is it's a pretty subjective area and it's a pretty subjective concept yeah it is but you know there are also leaders that are very successful and they're not specifically or particularly good people right I think that well at least I like to think that we're in a, a neat paradigm shift where I think people are really craving a lot more authenticity especially when it comes to the people that they want to support and follow and even make purchases from and that's where I think I specialize in the arena of bosses of business owners, of yeah. business owners that are also family men and women, right? Because when you're a parent, you're a leader hands down to that child, right? And when you're owning a business, you're absolutely influencing those staff day in and day out, which therefore then affects those staff families. Because if they're going home happy or grumpy, that makes a big impact on their family at home too, right? Yeah, And I also think that um, particularly folks younger now, you know, the millennials, the ex generous think they have the opportunity more and I think a lot of us did as baby boomers who you know followed more the status quo I think now there's more freedom to really be your authentic self do you agree 
I do. I do. I think that we're definitely stepping into that a bit further. And I'm pretty excited to see that there's a lot more young people that are really getting excited about entrepreneurship, right? Really creating something that resonates with their their soul. Yeah, which when we were kids, you know, I'm a boomer. And when we were kids, you know, we didn't talk of that word. I don't think that word entered into the conversations very much, particularly for women. So. Right. Yeah, Yeah, big shift with that. Mm. So, although I do think now too, well, excuse me, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to comment on, I think one of the issues that we kind of have right now too, is the exceptional amount of pressure on women that are in business roles to also be running these great businesses, being these great moms, being great wives, being great community leaders, doing all the things, right? All the things. Mm. And not necessarily also having that emphasis on, Hey, but if you're not doing okay as an individual, all those things are going to start to flounder, right? So what's the first step? Do you have to have a mission first, a vision, and a purpose? Is that the first step? Some people might say so. I think that I come more from the premise of you have to just know who you are and what you want first and foremost. Those are, I mean, the $2 million questions I ask people that I get the, <laughs> the biggest blank stares from are, one, what makes you happy? And two, what do you want? I feel like we've gotten really disconnected from ourselves, you know, from just really being able to tap in and say, what makes me happy? What makes me feel fulfilled and, and excited and healthy, right? And then also, what do I want? Because what are you hearing from women, Jen, when you ask them that question, uh, what are some of the main things you're hearing that, you know, that women have in common? Uh, the the initial kind of yes. baloney answers or the real the real meaty answers. <laughs> I think the real deal. You know, I think what it comes. What's interesting is, at first, I'll get some of the like generic, like, oh, you know, my kids make me happy. Which, yes, kids do make parents happy. I understand that, but it's not coming from that genuine space of really being able to tap into what truly makes their heart sing. Right? What's really feeling fulfilling for them and. What I've noticed is that the the answers I'm typically getting are pretty common around, well, I want to be happy, and I want to have a healthy life, and I want to spend time with my family, and I want to be a great parent, and I want to be able to have some choice. That's a big one, right? Some choice around how I spend my time and the experiences I get to create mm-hmm. in my life if I want to mm-hmm. maybe go on a vacation or give back somewhere. And that's pretty much, I think, when it comes down to it, I think most of us just want to be happy and healthy, right? But the issue is how do we get there? And that's where the individual, the individualized plans almost come into play, right? We have to really tap in and figure out what's my balance plan. How do I live a happy, fulfilled life as an individual? Because I guarantee it's not the same as Sally down the street. Mm -hmm. So when you work with people, Jen, do you have like an initial intake or an initial process that you take everyone through? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for asking that. I'm, I'm a little bit different because I actually have a pretty big background in mental health as well and school counseling. And so from all my years of doing work in juvenile probation and social services and creating assessments and utilizing assessments there, I was able to kind of bring my skill set into my new coaching realm over the last few years. And I do a very, very, very thorough assessment with people before I offer to work with them as a coach, partially because Well, mostly because I also really believe that there is a helper, healer, coach, whatever out there for everybody, but you have to find the one that matches you at the time and for what you're going through. I agree with you. And I think, 
Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's so critical. People might, your best friend might have a great coach, but that coach might not be a good match for you. Don't just hire him because that's who your friend works with. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because the coach that I work with has been through very similar life experiences to me in different stages of her life. And, you know, as I found that out, I said, yeah, that makes it, because she really understands where I'm coming from. So I think that makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely does. So when I'm doing my assessment, what I'm really listening for is what's a great next step for the individual, Mm. right? I always give the example. I said, I've had three different therapists in my life. They totally were great, but two of them were super great. One of them, not so much actually. And it wasn't Mm -hmm. because she was a bad therapist. She just was not a good match for me at the time. Mm -hmm. And that's really what made me realize, oh, wow, this is important. The relationship you have with your coach, helper, healer, whatever is critical in creating that transformation. So what would be some of the steps? What would be some of the things people should really be looking out for in terms of really being a good leader and getting in touch with their own mission and passion? Well, I think the biggest thing is to take the space to really start identifying what you want as an individual, right? What really vibes with you? What makes you happy? What do you stand for, right? What are also some of the self-care practices, let's call them, that really fulfill you and give you the energy and the oomph (laughs) for lack of better terms, Mm -hmm. that you need to get through the day, right? That keep you aligned and grounded and steady because I come from the standpoint, my three core values are integrity, respect, and authenticity. So, so much of my leadership also comes from those three values. Helping people then figure out, okay, this is what I need to feel solid, grounded, how to take care of myself. And these are my core values. That would be the next big step. Identifying that so you know what you stand for and then you can also more quickly identify who you vibe with, whose core values you match or not, that can help in developing business relationships and partnerships in understanding how to potentially hire staff or why you and a certain staff are not going well together, also with personal relationships. So that's definitely kind of the second piece after we start to identify. Yeah. Typical core values. Give us an example of two or three core core values. Yeah. Well, like I mentioned, my three core values that I'm constantly operating from Integrity, respect, and authenticity, right? So am I walking my talk? So what that would mean for me, I mean, if you say to me integrity, respect, and authenticity, so that tells me if you worked with a client who was very successful and money was no object and they were extremely demanding, um, not nice people, um, did not really respect you, but certainly were there and would be there to give you your fee, Every single time, my guess is that with those core values, you would not work with them. They would have never been my client in the first place, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I hate to, and it's, you know, I have a hard time with that, Patricia, because I don't want to sound like a brat. (laughs) No, 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 but what I, I mean, my illustration is, how do those core values translate into everyday practical experience in your life? How are you using them? That's why I gave that example. Yeah, no, and it's a perfect one because for me, I also talk a lot about the concept of energy, right, of how, yeah, how we kind of operate energetically and how I always give the example, have you ever met someone that just immediately you're like, ooh, something's off, right, Mm -hmm. ooh, I I don't know what it is, but that person and me just do not vibe, and I use that term a lot because vibe captures the concept of energy that I'm trying to really nail down. Yeah. And if that, if a person like that were to do an assessment with me, I would probably be able to assess kind of where some of their current limiting beliefs and factors were and 
potentially refer them to someone that was a better match to support them. But absolutely, like you said, if there was a ton of disrespect being thrown around, I don't, I don't allow that in my space. I don't even allow that in energetically, right? I don't have people in my life like that because they just partially don't show up. So if they did, one, I'd probably be surprised. Two, I'd refer them to someone that's a better match. Well, I think that's another point that you just made, and is that is that they don't show up in your life because that's not the energy or vibration you're putting out there. So those, those aren't the people you're attracting, which is really important for those people who find that they're always getting difficult clients or clients that don't want to pay them enough or problematic. There's got to be something they're putting out, right, to attract that. So let me, this is great, and I'm totally happy to switch gears a little bit to this piece because what I've noticed is I've also been tested. I feel like the universe sometimes tests us and says, oh, really? Like, oh, really, Jen? This is really what you're going to stand for? Are you sure? Are you Mm -hmm. sure? Right? Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. oh, I've seen that happen. As soon as I claim my power in a certain area, it's like I get rattled to test my commitment. All right. And on that note, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about power. Power for women, we're going to talk about what happens when those core values get tested and what do you do about them? Because it happens for all of us. So you're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show, and I'm Patricia Raskin. My guest is Jen Julius, and she is a radio talk show host. She is also a coach, and she helps people to become better leaders. Um, What is your website, Jen? JenJulius.com. Pretty pretty straightforward. Terrific. All right. And her mission is to help people take control of their lives, align with their individual truths, so they can make a conscious choice to change and be part of the greater healing of the world. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show, and I'm Patricia Raskin. We are talking about taking charge of your life, becoming a leader. My guest is Jen Julius. She is a coach, but not an everyday life coach. She specializes in helping people take control of their lives and align with their truths so they can make conscious choices and really be part of the greater healing of the world. And she also has her own radio show, and she can tell us about that. And uh, welcome back, Jen. Thank you. Yeah, and her, her website is jenjulius, J-U-L-I-U-S dot com. So, Jen, we were talking about how core values and that sometimes in our work life particularly and in our life, they get tested. And talk about how, give us an example and how you deal with that. Well, first, you'd have to know what they are, to be really honest. And I'm noticing that very few people walking around can actually identify their core values right off the bat. So I would say step one is to take a moment and start watching what really means a lot to you, how you operate on a daily basis. But I kind of have a secret trick. You want me to share that about how to identify some of your core values? Sure. So I actually just taught a class on this not too long ago about identifying your triggers and how that can actually help you identify your values. Because quite often the things that trigger us, the things that really make us super mad, super quick, are the things that are affecting or kind of attacking our core values. So Mm -hmm. for me, with respect being one of my core values, one of the quickest ways that I can kind of get real hot-headed and upset is if I see some extreme disrespect happening around me or to me, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with that said, that sometimes is easier for people to identify is to stop and take a second and say, what are the things that really trigger me that just really get me worked up quick? And then to kind of break that down and identify, oh, I was feeling disrespected, Right. Or I was feeling unloved and starting to recognize the things and the the concepts that are matching up. And that can sometimes assist us in then identifying the core values that we operate from. The next step, though. So what do you what do you what do you do with that once you get annoyed and upset? What do you do with that information? Like, how do you manage that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother show we can do is managing your triggers. I think part of the reason I teach about triggers is because once we know what triggers us, we can then have more control over our reactions, right? If we know what could potentially really upset us quickly and deeply, we can then have some techniques and skills and tools, such as some deep breathing. I teach a certain breathing technique that manages energy quickly, where you inhale through your nose for five seconds, hold your breath for five seconds, and then exhale through your mouth for five seconds, Mm -hmm. because I believe that grounds our energy much more quickly because it's an unnatural breath pattern, right? You don't walk around holding your breath. So that breath pattern, three of those, 45 seconds, complete energy shift for the body and the energetic body, right? Mm -hmm. There's many other skills we probably don't have time to go into today that you can implement that can calm you so you have more more choice over your reaction, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just getting all upset and hot-headed and making bad choices because you're angry. So that's Mm -hmm. why I help people identify what the triggers are, but then also connect that to what their values are on the positive plane too. Mm -hmm. By knowing their values they can then start operating from that space of saying, oh, wait, okay, am I operating from these core values that I claim 
are my core values, right? And then are the people around me also identifying with some of these core values or not? Mm-hmm. And then we can start doing something about it and being more conscientious of who we're allowing, right? Very, very good. All right. Now, you were in another place when I asked you about the core values. So uh, I think you were going to give us an example of how this plays out. You talked about your of own core life. value? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that one of the, I always come to respect because respect, I, I believe, is the biggest core value for me out of the three that I talk about the most for myself. And what I've noticed is almost all of my individual clients well, guaranteed all of them share at least one core value with me because they wouldn't be attracted to me as a coach if they didn't, is what I believe. But the one that always seems to match is respect. And I think it's because I vibrate with such a clear energy of respect that the people that I welcome into my space also demonstrate that. And when they don't, they don't last in my space very long. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And that's such a great thing because a lot of people tolerate what they don't need to be tolerating. Right. And for me, I also have, (laughs) I have no issue uh, articulating when I believe someone is being disrespectful in my presence or doing something that I believe is not respectful to someone I care about or a belief that I have. So I know how to be diplomatic around it and say, hey, just so you know, I'd actually appreciate if you don't use that type of language around me. I don't mind it, you know, do what you're going to do in your personal life. But when you're in my space, it would really, really matter to me if you can respect my request of not using that type of language around me. Absolutely. So it can be as simple as that, right? Yeah. And very important. Very important because I think, I think a lot of people will stay and tolerate things, even against their own core values, because it feels safe. Jen, you know, I mean, it's safe in terms of your routine, it's safe in terms of your finances, it's safe because it's structured and comfortable. Well, and on, yeah, and on a different note than that, to be honest, people will tolerate things partially because they don't know why it's bothering them. Mm. And that's, that's what I'm talking about, too, is people have become so disconnected, Patricia, they've become so disconnected from themselves and what they actually want. I'll give you a crazy example. I love rocks and crystals, right? That's one of my favorite things. They make me so happy. I carry rocks around everywhere I go. I, I get my clients to use them if it feels good for them. And it's just one of the things that makes me happy as an individual. But I had to figure that out about myself, right? That's not something I just knew. And it's definitely not something the TV told me was going to make me happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have so many, so much influence from the media right now that's just showing us what yeah. we're supposed to want, what we're supposed yeah. to need, what's supposed to make us happy. Yeah, I think that's a very strong point. Yeah. And, um, and, and not recognizing it. How, are you, how do you tell people to get in touch with what makes them happy if they don't recognize well, it? You know, that's, I'm going to be really honest. Unfortunately, that's definitely not a 30-minute or one-hour session. And I, I definitely explain to my clients that if we've become disconnected over years, it might take us a couple weeks or months to reconnect, right? And so I definitely lead them through a lot of, a lot of exploration, a lot of process, a lot of discovery um, of saying, wait, what does make me happy? Helping them identify actual examples, right, of actually being able to identify events of things of circumstances that really bring them joy so they can start creating more of those, right? And then we can start picking them apart. I, I say, let's collect the data. 
right? Let's collect the data on what's making us happy of how we're creating success so we can keep doing that, so we can self-create this happiness, this ability to be resilient, to bounce back from hardship by choice, right? So that's a big thing that I'm helping people with is saying, hey, everything, everybody's going to have a hard day, right? Stuff's going to happen. The difference is, is it going to take you three days to bounce back from it or 20 minutes? And if someone does affect you on a deep core level, assaults maybe one of your core values, identify it, understand that, and then, again, use some tools to bounce back from it. We don't have to stay overly attached to things that don't match us. Very strong. Very good. Very good. Tell us a little bit about your program. We have a couple minutes left. Oh, my radio show? Mm. So that's, uh, that's, oh gosh, one of the funnest things I do with my life right now, I feel like. it's I love it, love it, love it. It's called Inspiration and Information with Jen Julius, and it's actually on a little local radio station out here in Sonoma County, California. And I just really love, love, love having experts in the health and wellness and small business arena share some great tools and tips and concepts. And so I've been doing the show for a few years, and I really use it as a platform to provide great free information to people that want it. I feel like that's another kind of issue we have in our culture right now is everybody's trying to charge for this amazing information at times, right? And I'm a big believer on if you want to learn something so you can start to choose differently, let's give you some of the tools and give you some of the support so you can start figuring out what path might be right for you, Mm, right? Absolutely. So that's What would you like to leave our listeners with today? What's your message? What's my message? Well, I think I'm going to bring it back to my big stance right now that being a leader means you're a role model, right? And you better take it seriously because your babies are watching you, your staff are watching you, and the way that you're showing up is absolutely impacting them for good or bad. Absolutely. Uh, Tell people how they can find you and uh, a little bit about what's on your website. So you can find me at jenjulius.com, and I have a plethora of information there. I've got previous radio shows, blogs. I've got ideas about upcoming radio shows as well. And also, I'm on Facebook. You can look up Jen Julius Coaching, facebook.com slash jenjuliuscoaching. I put lots of inspiration and information there. And I just love to have you explore some of my free content that's on there, and we can always connect, do a exploration call and see if you might want to step your game up around being a good leader to a great leader okay terrific and again it's jenjoyous.com that's right jenjoyous.com jen thanks so much for being on the program it's really terrific thank you for having me i really 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 appreciate it all right, great. All right, and stay tuned. Folks, so stay on the line for a minute and stay tuned. Our second half hour is coming up next right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 